Disclaimer, the following program features language not suitable for all audiences, and the expressed opinions found within this program are a reflection of those who feature on the Pop Culture Effect podcast. Welcome to the Pop Culture Effect. I'm Rockin' Rob, and on this show, I bring my closest friends together to talk about all of the news happening in our pop culture world around us. I would like to welcome everyone to another episode of our complete and utter random ramblings. I am joined today by all of my wonderful, fabulous friends of of Menace. Hello. Of Blaze. Hello. Of Gemini. Hello. And Subset. Heyo. And uh, we are here today to talk about a lot of the nostalgic aspects of media that have been cropping up. Because, you know, everybody loves a... Everybody loves a remaster. Everybody loves a nostalgia uh, jerker, as it were. But, uh... On to a show that's going to be based on a video game that a lot of us love. Trent, tell us about the Fallout show. Ah, wasn't paying attention. Good job. <laughs> anyway. We are professionals. Uh, I, I am a professional <laughs> podcaster. Anyway. So, yes, there is, it's been, I think it's been kind of floating around for a little bit that Amazon in 2024 will be releasing a Fallout TV show that will be based off of the video game series Fallout, uh, which if you are not familiar with that series, what is wrong with you? But I understand. Dog water. How dare you? (laughs) But... You know, it's basically a post-apocalyptic, like post-apocalyptic uh, series set after a nuclear fallout, thus the name. <laughs> and I think it, the filming had started back in July of 2022, so it's been in production for about a year now. I'd say they've released some teaser, some teasers, and everything. Uh, that apparently, actually, the reason it's come up is because I think at Gamescom this year, Todd Howard um, had released some of the teasers for it because uh, you know it will be. Re- releasing next year and god howard is you know he took over the franchise of it in with fallout 3 and everything so from what apparently this will be set in los angeles from what we know which you know the first series the first uh portions of the game did take place in california out by like um i don't remember where exactly i just know the one portion was bakersfield and that's pretty much it because i actually never played the first two fallout games but i did play new vegas and that takes place in like nevada california area so you know the west coast is a very common area for the fallout series you mean um, decimated what <laughs> well the area that the first uh two geeks pop up it's just barren it is wrecked well, compared yeah, to like the other it's barren but like you know i know one of the ci- like one of the cities is pretty much bakersfield and then like you know there's new vegas which is las vegas and you know there's a couple other tidbits but like yeah it's Mm -hmm. you know it's a wasteland i know yeah but you also gotta realize for people out there who actually played the game and look at the lore Bakersfield is actually one of the places that they knew. Well, yeah, they there were like over 50 plus bombs that were launched. Many of them landed all over the world and like I think a shit ton in the US. It's uh-huh. why in the third game it's called the Capital Wasteland because, you know, a nuke just decimated DC God, and everything. So it was it's for, for those of you wondering about the Lords, essentially if the Cold War didn't go how it went and we actually all launched nukes at each other. Yeah, pretty much. How everyone was thinking the Cold War was going to happen happen that's the game which is totally not going to happen in our real life (laughs) from what we know about the show obviously it's going to probably follow the story of some kind of vault dweller 
which is a very common thing with these games as in the games most of humanity was able to be saved by being squirreled away in these vaults that were created in preparation for the impending apocalypse and almost all of the games except for the second game and new vegas you play as a vault dweller who someone who you know they saved from the air quotations wow saved i some there is a twist with a lot of the vaults, but they most, not most, a few of them were able to save portions of humanity. Um, apparently it will be Vault 33, which I don't know if they have ever released information about Vault 33. Probably not. No. Yeah, so they, we don't know anything about Vault 33 because the thing with the vaults is a lot of them are experiments. They are experiments to test humanity on what would happen in certain scenarios. So that's or why just we- just their own sick-minded experiments. Well, yeah, there's- Whatever there's, reason. <laughs> yeah, they're to test humanity on certain things. Some of them were control vaults and nothing happened, but a, lot, a good portion of them were sick, twisted experiments. So we don't know if this will be one from, you know, that's a control group, if it's a sick, twisted experiment. We're not sure. They have posted some sets already of the famous Super Duper Mart, which is essentially like this universe's version of like Walmart. That's that's the most like widespread chain store that I can think of that's not localized because then I'd be like labeling off <laughs> I don't know, Kroger's in the South or Wegmans up North here. I don't know if it's Wegmans. Wegmans. I don't know how common or all over the place Wegmans is. But I know Kroger's is a Southern thing, I think. Yeah. Publix? Like a a quick trip or a Circle K? It's basically a Walmart, uh, Target, I think. I I don't actually... It's basically a big chain, mostly grocery store, I think. But um, they've showed pictures of um, how power armor is going to look, which is really cool. That's basically like, you know, as the name implies, power armor. It's big hunkin' suits of metal. And if you use power armor, you're a (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Uh, I use it for the carry weight. Not anyway, <laughs> without the bar armor on. Uh, regardless, though, uh, description and you know backstory aside, I am very excited for this because the Fallout series is one of my like favorite Bethesda titles. Even I'd say even more so than Elder Scrolls. Weirdly enough, as much as I love fantasy, I think I love Fallout a bit more. And so, like, I'm curious to see where they'll go. This is a live action movie, so that's fine. You know, honestly, what I feel like this is- I feel like it would work better as a live action yeah it is a tv show not a movie this is a live action tv series um so you know i'm honestly fine with with this too oh yeah no i feel like this is honestly a pretty good uh thing for them to do live action i'm very excited to see like one i'm curious where this is going to take place in the timeline of fallout or I, i swear to god they better not if they do an offshoot like alternate universe timeline for the tv show that i'm gonna be upset about that i will admit because the fallout series has a very definitive timeline that is set in stone. I know sometimes Bethesda likes to do some little wiggle room, like you know, what's the word where they like retconning? I know, Re- I know retconning. they, I like, I know they've retconned a few things here and there. That's besides the point. That's a very common thing. I do that all the time. Anyway, so like you know, I swear to God though, if they do like an alternate universe kind of thing, or it's like, oh, this is like the FCU or something. <laughs> Fallout Cinematic Universe or something. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be sad. But I am curious where this will take place because there's a lot of things
things that have happened in the West Coast from the games, uh, ranging from, you know, is this going to take place not too long after the bombs have fallen, more closer to the timeline of the games, where it's, I think, 200 years, 100 to 200 years after the bombs have fallen. Is it going to take place even later after the games have happened? Is it going to take in be- place like in between? I don't know. And I'm curious to see what they'll do, where they'll take this story and everything. Um, well, I'm what, very curious to see. Uh, what is it? 76 were the first first air quotations to be let out, right? If I recall, yes, that was their experiment was they were to be let out like 25 years after the apocalypse to rebuild America. And that was in the Appalachian Mountains in West Virginia and Virginia. So that's on the opposite side of the country. So it's possible something like that could be referenced if it's an earlier plot line, but I highly doubt it. If anything, it could be an early plot line of them like people recolonizing the West, or it could be a bit later and they might have references to the older games, especially Fallout 1 and 2, because those took place in California. Again, whether or not the references they would have probably have to happen after the games or in between, because it is like, I think in 60 to 80 year time gap between 1 and 2. So I'm not too sure. Or no, it's not going to be a retelling of the games because Vault 33, we don't know anything about and they came from other vaults. Well, the vault dweller from the first game came from... Angel, do you know which vault he came from? On who? Uh, the original vault dweller from Fallout 1. Not on the top of my head, I'm going to be honest, but it was... Vault 13. Vault 13. Wow, really? Holy like shit. Also, guess what year the first Fallout game came out? I don't, I don't I'm even... Gonna I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess 98. You're close. 97. Oh. Yeah, was born. <laughs> October oh. 10th, 1997. Like a year before I existed? Ew. That was... I was... They were, they were like top-down turn-based fighters at that point. Yeah, they were. They were, you know, they were isometric, top-down, turn-based. Yeah. I was five months old when that game came out. Just shy of five months old when that game came out. Good lord. Anyway, back on topic of the show. I am, you know, I'm excited to see where they'll take the story-wise, plot-wise, timeline, where it's going to fall. I'm also very curious how, uh, if they stick to a lot, of, it looks like they're going to stick to a lot of the world building because they have power armor, they have the super duper mart, which is even, that's, that's kind of like a more subtle thing because that's like, an, that's like a setting you can just go to. It's more like you like clear out ghouls or find supplies yeah. and everything. I'm curious how the ghouls are going to look both between the feral ghouls and just the regular ghouls. I'm curious how they're going to look. God, I hope they have that I've been smoking since I popped out of the womb voice of hey smooth skin has a go and kind of voice like I really hope they do keep that because that's like a key quality of now that. listen you know, oh, I having, do know just having that I've been smoking mute. for like yeah ooh and the suit mm, yes that's another thing FEV creatures between like super mutants and such I really hope they give, do give me Gronk yeah give like some kind gronk. of okay uh, I was talking I found out that they're for the nuke colas they're using the rocket bottles shape for the nuke coals in this so people are figuring or like guessing this is probably around fallout for an op due to the pacific time in lore and real life given how they had to change the standard you know nuke cola bottle from looking like too much like coca-cola to the rocket ones that we have now well i mean if they have to do that for legal reasons they're probably just keeping that regardless whether or not it's around fallout or not speaking of uh, nuke cola i actually have um jones did a limited edition run of this bottle 
where they did a replica of the Nuka Cola Quantum drink. Excellent. And I That's actually cool. have I actually have one of them that is still sealed and not and has the liquid inside it. That's actually really I'm cool. jealous. I have it. And you did you drink the other one? I did buy two and I did drink one. Nice. How was it? Pretty good. Did it's like drink, a blue raspberry. Did you drink the other one? Is your skin sloughing off yet? Uh no, I still got it at the moment. Good, good. But now if you drink the second one, then you might have some problems. Yeah, See, yeah, I mean, considering so that the thing's now expired, yeah, it probably would kill me. <laughs> ah, expiration dates on soda. They're just more of like, you know. It's, it's you best know. before. You know, it's you know what's bad when your real-life quantum starts actually glowing. <laughs> but anyway, back quick on topic about the super mutants. It is possible that they will show them because of the fact that I, I'm 98% sure they did originate in California area because of um it was uh I think Fort Mariposa is where a lot of them first started being made was out there so it is possible that they will have super mutants in this I want to see the super mutants and I want to see how they do the uh the Mr. Handys Assault Trons all the robots because those are some of my favorite enemies yeah the little like robot dudes Mm -hmm. and bigger robots that are scary you're talking about the sentry bots sentry bots and a look when you have an Sultron running at you with that bright glowing red head and you know you're gonna get incinerated in five seconds if you're not quick enough that's <laughs> terrifying that is also the sound weird. of a super mutant suicider hot on your ass cheeks nothing or... makes me cry more than a super mutant suicider <laughs> when, when you hear the beeping of a mini nuke yeah that's what I'm saying a suicider they're holding the <laughs> mini nuke and you hear them beeping like three feet away three feet behind you I'm like oh I also hope at least for like a season finale or some big episode they either show a Meyer alert queen or an abomination I'm hoping they show Behemoth if they do have um super mutants. Oh god, subset Grafton monsters. Mm, or yeah, the kind of centaurs. Gallinashers. Oh. The Gallinashers. Well, the oh, thing is, no. those two specific things won't pop up in this thing that's in Appalachia. Are those specifically Appalachian yes. monsters? Yes. Well, yes, they are. At least the Snallygaster and the Grafton. They are, they're kind of stuck where they're from. Those, yeah, but the centaurs, they're just like super no, mutant oh. pets. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those will definitely show up in this. I I, I hope they show those because those things are going to be terrifying. The only problem is that depending on where it's taking place, they're going to be very. You only encounter centaurs in specific places. Well, that's why I said a lot of the super mutants I think originated from California because of Fort Mariposa, which is in California, and that's where it's going to take place. So it's possible we'll see. A- a decent amount of super means. I guess it all depends on, like I said, when it takes place. Mm-hmm. That's the big question. When is this taking place? And I want to know, but we won't know until next year because that's when it drops and they still haven't even released a solid date, just 2024. So <laughs> it's going to be oh. on Amazon Prime Video though. So <gasps> I'm excited. We're going to see stealth. I hope we see the stealth ones, the grays. Oh yeah, the Nightwalkers or no, Nightkin. That's what they're called. Nightkin, Nightkin. yeah. I hated those things. We're gonna see like something big and heavy just come out of nowhere. I'm curious is will they have and I guess again this falls into when is if they're gonna have any cameos of like other characters. Probably not, but I'm curious, or at least references. Right. Boone, my beloved. (laughs) They could have the robo dude from um uh the robo dude from the casino in uh New Vegas. uh, They could have um What's his name? God, what's the New Vegas main guy? Angel, help me out here. New Vegas main guy? He doesn't really have a name. The Courier? No, not the Courier. The dude that you're like, the, the, that controls New Vegas. What's his name again? Oh, the one in the checker suit? Not, yeah. not Benny. 
Not Benny. Uh, I didn't. The, I, main, I didn't. the main guy that you're delivering the chip to. I, uh, the head honcho. I, he, you always see him on the screen. Uh, I never played those. I have never played New Oh Vegas. my god. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Oh, you know the vaults and the lore of Pacific shit. I don't remember the like end game of the person you're delivering shit. Who cares? I want to know more about the vaults in this bitch. I know you do, but I'm trying to remember like the main like that, guy of New Vegas. That cowboy. That cowboy robot guy oh you... oh i don't remember his name though no it was the guy of new vegas mr house goddamn how can i forget that named after one of my favorite doctors <laughs> <laughs> anyway that is my feelings and opinions on the fallout tv show Honestly, I don't even know if it has an actual name or if it's just going to be Fallout the TV show. Gemini here, and you're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW. Moving on from that, Tyler, how what do you have about us for the Fear Feet Black Summer Games Showcase? Uh, so Fear Fest came out. It was a three-day event. Another game showcase. Another oh one. Another, another one. one. There's been like seven. Oh, no. That's, that's and I've covered them all. Literally. <laughs> you are the games master. Uh, but this was actually another three-day event where they showcased games the first day. They gave out awards for... This is all horror game-based. I should, I should preface this. This is all horror game-based. And then on the third day, there were like some uh, interviews about stuff like... Alan Wake 2 and other stuff like that but the main the main thing that I'm going to be covering is the first day where they announced the new games that are coming out and they gave some trailers for stuff that was like announced at earlier showcases and stuff like that so we got a new trailer for Alone in the Dark a new trailer for Stalker 2 a new trailer for Alan Wake 2 uh, interviews about a game called Still Wakes the Deep and a new trailer for another a new Silent Hill game Silent Hill Ascension there for the new games that were announced we got uh, Days of Doom, which is an RPG roguelike coming to Steam and consoles on September 21st. We got Deceit 2, which is a horror social deduction game uh, coming out on September 14th on the consoles and Steam. Slave Zero X got a uh, new trailer and that ha doesn't have a release date yet. It's just in the first quarter of 2024. Revile is a new game coming out. It's a psycho thriller game focusing on story, puzzles, and exploration. It's going to be on Steam. No release date yet for that. Edge of Sanity is a Lovecraftian themed horror game coming to Steam. And the last one that was Steam really... Game. Oh yeah. The last one that was announced was No Son of Mine, which was released on... There was a like first look on it at other game showcases. It is a survival horror title that combines combat, stealth, exploration, puzzle solving, and that is going to be available on all platforms including switch and uh playstation oh yeah there wasn't really much uh one of the games i am looking into is deceit 2 i i always like the multiplayer horror uh social deception games kind of like among us but with a more horror aspect days of doom i always like rpgs i like roguelikes so we're gonna be uh i'm gonna be looking out for those but other than that there were some awards given out i actually didn't get to look into that too much but i know alan wake got one of them for like alan wake 2 got one for like biggest horror game that's coming out uh yeah uh, more games on console. There definitely need to be more more we console more games, games or period. more PC ports, PC games that get ported over to console. And my phone's being dumb. Give me a second. But yeah, that's all I got for this this Fear Fest horror game showcase. Uh, going on to another horror game that most of us have uh, been playing. That pupper is really passionate about the horror game that you're about to talk about. Oh yeah. 
Sumset, tell us about the te- the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that's come out recently. Uh, sure thing. Is my dog being picked up? Those dogs are really rowdy about Texas Chainsaw oh Massacre. They love it. Dogs barking and stuff. That that's that's gonna happen. There's nothing you could really do about that. I don't know. I, I know just I'm... like my dogs barking in the background. That's how I am during the actual games of playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Cause it can get heated. Like last time we talked about that. There was a game. I didn't have a lot of experience of it. Now I do, but playing it a lot, at least enough to get me. The last time I checked, 15 hours in the game, <laughs> which isn't a lot to be honest, but it's enough to really get a good grasp for this game which I will say comparing to like what we got comparing it to DVD it, this is really nice a good fun game to just hop in with some of your friends either being killers or you being the uh, survivors all the all the playable builds that you're able to make and craft learning the maps learning your killer or learning the character that you wanted to play it's been an, a fun experience it, to very frustrating moments to not so frustrating moments to long games to very short games like this game is doing pretty impressive over itself even given that it got in a small patch on September 5th, fixing like some known, some, some bugs here and there. One of which was a bit surprising is them removing PC from the crossplay pool for the time being to deal with the hackers and improving their antic cheat, which that's a nice refresher to see. Like I didn't even realize thinking about, or I never even thought about it, but using wall hacks in that game has got to be like insane. The people using wall hacks have got to be insane in that game. Not even, like not even with just using walls. They could just, when they had an, you could just use a Ability for either killer or victim and just have that ability active all the time. Wait, so you could you could be like Leatherface using Johnny's ability? Well, no. What I'm thinking, like, like you know, some of the perks as a killer or victim, it highlights something for you, right? Yeah. That's what I was, like, thinking in a form of, you know, they're hacking, other than, like, the stamina hack or some shit like that. Because I'll be honest, I haven't went up against, or as far as I can tell, went up against hackers in my time. That's fair. So I can't say for sure what kind of hacks or issues that came up. All I know is that hackers was prominent and they're doing a step up to deal with them this early on. See, I don't know about you, but playing two different killers, I haven't been playing much of the victim because I'll be honest, I play, I had a bit more fun playing the killers than I do with the victim. I only See, wish me, my I like, I like the, play it more often. See, I like the randomness. I don't like just being one the, the entire time, like how you guys like to play. I like loading into a game and not knowing, am I going to have to hunt these people down or am I going to have to panic, run and scream? <laughs> I just so, want to, I just want to, I just want to mention that I'm glad that within the first 24 hours of playing the game, I figured out a glitch where you could have an infinite sprint, but only for uh, Leatherface. The thing is that's that... Not even, that's not a glitch, though. It's that's a intended. mechanic that's built in. It's definitely, yeah. it's definitely it, it still not intended. It drains your stamina. It is, inten- it is intended because it, it's, like he said, it still drains your stamina, but you have a chance of overheating if you don't tap mm-hmm. it correctly. It's it's a mechanic. Right, it's fine, a fine. I'll edit, I'll, edit my, I'll edit out that whole thing. Continue, Subset. Now, I hope this game's gonna have a long shelf life because other than like small leaks about some cosmetics, new map, which people are theorizing is gonna be Nancy's house, and the next killer that we've been teased or being teased to be getting is Nancy as a new victim, oh, a new killer and another victim. I can't remember his name, but he's gonna be a bit of a tinkerer working with like objects, like toolboxes, or even like things they interact to learn them faster. So far, the game is still 
a bit bare bones, but there is a lot of repayability if you're just here trying to have some fun. Granted, it could be a bit frustrating going against people who already been playing this game since it came out and just playing nothing of it because it is a fun game. Though it does take a while to level up some perks for each character or their main ability as some characters. But uh, boy, do I have seen some nutty things during this game from unkillable victims to really surprising killer plays. I'm not gonna lie. And I hope this continues on with new maps, new killers as it goes on year by year. And I hope my friends here will play it more often so but, we, I can actually have people to talk to but, but myself and make me feel like a loony bit. But Dead by Daylight is just so much better of a game. Wait, who? I agree. Dead by Daylight is just so much better of a game. Okay, first off, this is gonna be a hot take. No, it is not. I'm sorry. Even though I haven't played the game enough, but I gave it so many chances and so many different points of its runtime that I just cannot. Yeah, I, I can agree with Unkinked. I I haven't played Texas Chainsaw Massacre as much, um, but I can say Texas Chainsaw has a really good charm to it that just Dead by Daily does. But as a person who hates all those types of games, I, I have to agree. Texas Chainsaw, I feel it does better at balancing between what the killers have to do and what the uh, survivors have to do. Unlike mm -hmm. where Dead by Daylight, you just gotta like maybe put up a totem and then you, you're just free to run around and, and slash everybody. Yeah, but that's the you best actually part. need to, as a, as a killer in this game, you need to make sure that the gates aren't unlocked, make sure that your power generators are going, make sure that you're, you're feeding Grandpa to get your level up. You actually have more stuff to do than just be, be a killer. And I'm throwing this out and this is another hot take, at least as seeing this is not a, a fair comparison I'm gonna be honest seeing that the TMC a TCM hasn't been out that long but with Dead by Daylight they have nerfed time and time again the survivors or anything good that you can do to at least have an edge against the killers while they're all not only I've seen some nerfs to killers but mostly buffs that I just can't wrap my head around like it's just the samurai easier. dude in his bleed effect like, like it, it's legit easier just to be a killer than you are like a survivor granted that can just be me not giving the game enough time but during its uh just playing one match one of the games i have a higher chance in winning or doing much more than one while in the other i just have to wing it have luck on my side if oh he's gonna they're gonna find me or oh how can i lose them or oh they have this certain things that make it rather difficult to do stuff like doing your gens totems or getting out of a grapple while they pick you up. Shall I talk about the infamous uh, mini game where you just gotta, I forgot how to do it, like the you gotta time this it, those time things. This, this isn't a debate though, like I mean, the trend's muted right now, so there isn't really a debate. I know, I'm just hating on a game, I'm sorry, I do apologize just, with this. See, I with, hate with... both of them honestly, <laughs> I just like that they're like how you said, essentially and I think your point is, is that Texas Chainsaw feels a lot more balanced yes. compared to compared just, to I'm... DVD. I just going on a rant i'm sorry folks and this is how the entire dead by daylight community gets mad at us and we nope. don't get anything it's fine it's fine they hate their own game too like most gamers are but i hope everybody will check it out a little bit more or if you already have i hope it brings you some good memories you're listening to the pop culture effect on cjsw moving along from this video game of a classic movie we're gonna go into a bit of a resurgence of a classic uh, 
game console, Blaze. We like to talk about the Atari 2600 announcement. Yeah, and this is something that's way before all of us, but something we all know about. <laughs> because of E.T. on the Atari, and it's the worst game ever made in creation. Stop anyway, game. You like it. Uh, Atari's making a bit of a resurgence by making a... Uh, bait, bait, bait. And if I can talk today, god damn. But anyway, Atari's I coming back and, and is making a retro system remake of the Atari 2600 called the Atari 2600 Plus, which is going to be a modernized version of it that will play on HD TVs and will have a cartridge that will have 10 of the popular games for the Atari 2600 back in the day, along with being able to play the original 2600 and 7800 cartridges to actually slot in and play if you're able to find any of the original games. I know a lot of people probably don't even know they exist anymore or have thrown out the cartridges, but if you can go to a pawn shop, you go to any kind of secondhand retro stores, you can find them pretty cheap. A lot of them are pretty cheap and you can play a lot of the old classic games that got a lot of people into video games back in the day. I'm so kind of I, interested in it. So I didn't want to interrupt you, but that name is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does sound plus. cool though. Why is everyone adding just plus to everything? Because that's, that's the gimmick. Because it means either it's, it's more. It's either a plus, the word new, or, or ultimate. Or ultimate edition. Edition. Edition is another one they really overuse because everything has to be its own edition. But anyway, the 10 games in one cartridge that it comes with will have Adventure, Combat, Dodgem, Haunted House, Maze Craze, Missile Command, Real Sports Volleyball, Surround, Video Pinball, and Yars Revenge. Those are all the games that it's going to come with. It's going to be priced at 130 with pre-orders available now on Atari's website and should be coming out in mid-November. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say 100 or 800? I misheard how much you said it was. 130. 130, okay. But Not yeah. bad for a classic console, but... It really isn't, the Atari, like... The Atari was already such a niche system, like... Right? I feel like nobody, like, I don't know, I feel like they should have marketed it maybe maybe just over the, 100 bucks. The people who already have, or the people who are gonna want to buy this are literally just to be like, yeah, my Atari that I've still kept working for all these years finally crapped out, so I might as well get this new one. Right. It, it, it's mostly just gonna be a nostalgia. It's gonna be more so of a nostalgic collector's piece. Only a certain amount of people are probably gonna buy this. It, I don't it, see it like selling out anytime soon, but you never know. Um, something like this, people might enjoy just for the simplistic. You're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW 90.9 FM. Anyway, uh, with that out of the way, uh, Robbie, you want to tell us about another gaming device coming out with the PlayStation Portal? It's not even. It's not even a device dude it's literally the wii u the way they announced this okay so this is a console it's gonna come out it's not even a console so this playstation portal device is basically a connectable screen to your actual playstation it works in a lot of the same ways that the wii u did for the original for that console that died like immediately because it was just awful so basically this little device is gonna start at 300 Canadian, which is going to be about 200 American. Uh, it, it has an 8-inch LCD screen with 1080p at 60 FPS. 
but it, it, it connects remotely via Wi-Fi. So if you do not have Wi-Fi, you cannot play it. And you have to be in the house with the console. So it is literally the Wii U. So I don't even know why Sony thought this was a good idea or what market. Like if you, you want to make the whole... if you want to make it. No, it's, I, I just want to say this real quick. If you want to make an actual spiritual successor to the PSP, make a Switch knockoff and just have it be like the Steam Deck or whatever and have it connect into the Sony's network. Don't make a, an add-on to the console where... Exactly what I was going to say. With the track record of the Wii U, nobody... Like, the biggest issue with it, with the Wii U, was the fact that the mechanics ruined any possibility of games being ported to it. This PlayStation Portal doesn't have any of the touchscreen, but it is literally just a viewable screen. It is it is a nothing burger. It's literally just game sharing it onto a handheld. Which yes, but you can't even take it anywhere. You have to stay in your house. It's the worst. It's for when you want to it's for when you want to play it's Final for when Fantasy you want to on the shitter. It's it's for when you want to play God of War while just taking a fat shit about 5 feet away from your console. Cuz you know or, there's going to be or when your mom wants you to get off the TV so you go and play it in your room. Yeah, exactly. It is it is the single stupidest move Sony could make as a company aside from selling the rights to Spider-Man. Like this I mean, they, there's a there's a lot of stupid moves that they could do. I think that are bigger than this. But That's a fair point. It is it is a pretty big one. Like like, every, like did they not learn? Company... Like like Nintendo exactly. literally had to be like, hey, so we're not like not only are we gonna stop production for the Wii U, we're actually gonna stop production for our 3DS and just fully commit to this Switch because if we don't, we're probably not gonna be a company. I do yeah, find like, it funny I though, say that, that, though I do find it funny though the PlayStation Portable design is literally a tablet with. A yep. PS5 controller split in half and put yep. on the sides. It's it's the worst. It is the it it literally looks like a third party modder. It looks like made the, it. It looks it looks like those old things you used to be able to get at like a, a dollar store or like a little store. Right. Where you could put a controller thing on the yep. edges of your phone so you could play it like a controller. Literally like something out of Facebook Marketplace. Yes. I genuinely believe that this is going to severely backfire. This will not do well whatsoever. And I think it I think it will do well actually only because for the people who want like that don't want their kids to be using the main TV and they want to use it or or stuff like that. I get that, but then just make it be a console in it of itself so that yes. way you're not locked in your house. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Make it it, it baffles my mind how they were like, yeah, we're gonna make we're gonna make a portable console that lets you stream PlayStation Five games. But you can't, you can't, you can't call it. I, see, I, I can't understand why they can call it portable. Why they can call it a portable console if you can't even leave the house where yeah. the console itself is. It's it's unbelievable. It's the copium of game sharing, Sony. which has already been viable with phones, right? Sony's yeah. just huff, huffing like gallons of copium that, that they think this thing is going to actually sell well at $300 Canadian too. The fact that they're selling it for $300, like nobody's, nobody's going to buy that. Nobody's I'm having gonna... flashbacks to when we were talking about the Switch coming out and having this exact conversation. I mean, you're not wrong. At the same time too, for that price, you could just buy a Switch. 
or and then you get a console that is in and of itself. I can't, I can't yeah, stress. But look, 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 look. This is the so convenience, dumb. though. The thing is, is that you gotta buy the, you gotta buy the. Here, let me fact check this. Real no, quick. you, you gotta buy, buy the you gotta buy the PS5. Life. If you don't have it, you gotta buy the PS5, right? Uh, what are what are PS5s going for right now? Well, they're a lot more ready available, so retail they're five hundred or sometimes like five. five that's five hundred. That's and eight. That's a thousand dollars. That's. Yeah, that's $800, $800 if you want to play it, but you still want to be able to walk oh, around your house oh, but while wait. you But wait for it. Games are 80 bucks a piece, so if you buy two games, that's a thousand dollars that you have spent. Well, no, because if you if you get what most you, you talking most about people will just bundle? get most people will either get the bundle or they'll get the PlayStation Plus whatever, which is like 15 bucks, and they'll get a bunch of games. The thing with so, like, plus at the end of it, I swear to God. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, yeah. It, it, we'll literally, <laughs> that, that's, that's the thing in media that we will never escape. The concept of a plus sign, the concept of it no. being new, and just... Uh, plus, pass, or ultra. There we go. Definitive. Definitive is the one that we're going to see a lot more as time goes on. It's going to be... It's gonna be oh god, what the? It's gonna be oh, uh, what's the uh, what's that character's name? Bub Bubsy the Bobcat Definitive Edition. Oh, Bubsy. Oh, uh, but yeah, that uh, that PlayStation Portal is not gonna do well though. I I I I think it'll sell well because PlayStation Sony owners are ravenous. They 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 literally crave ev anything that gives them a shred of uniqueness. It's gonna sell well, but it's gonna lose its charm very quick and people are gonna immediately try exactly to Exactly beca be because as I will repeat, it is not a console. It is a screen. It is there's nothing in the Oh, okay. I, I, mean, I, I need to end this. A little too heated I need this. to end this episode before I literally blow a gasket it's a, about this. It's a casting it's device, essentially. Is it literally, it is a it is a broadcasting device, and I genuinely need to. I need to. I need to put an end to this episode before before because I'm literally going to go on a rant about this because I cannot. I cannot, in good conscience, believe that we live in a in a world 2023 where we have the Wii U 2. It's have you? Did you? Okay, but here's the thing. Were, did you never like notice the 50 billion accessories that were sold for the Wii? Like, okay, I'm not yes, surprised that the but Wii those shit. had purpose. Those did they? Did yes, they, they did. did you, you really, tell me? Did you really need a fucking steering wheel to play yes, Mario when you absolutely. can just grab your Absolutely. I needed all the sports basic items on the like back. The baseball bat, the golf club, instead the tennis of having the racket. Really oh, yeah. You did not need the tennis Are you telling me that you can play Guitar okay. Hero without the guitar? Tell me. Tell me that. That's, I didn't that's, play Guitar that's, Hero. That's different. That's different that's than the random ass accessories that, that she's point. talking about. Fair point. Okay. You want to know what was a failure with the Xbox? I'm going to be honest. Connect. <laughs> the power no, supply. No, the connect was so bad that Matthew McMuscles, a guy oh. on YouTube, had to make a video called "What Happened," where he goes over the terrible decision that was the connect. I can, I can tell you even before then, the power supply, the red ring of death. Anybody remember? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, don't even get me started. Yeah. I remember when that first happened. I was had such to a had to change the, the entire way that their console imported electricity from your wall. <laughs> 
See, I, I work at a game store, fun. and we don't even buy those Xboxes because of the red ring. Yeah, no shit. You know what? That's a liability right there, dude. You're a liability. Yes, you are. Anyway, besides the point, it's just they will always think of some quick cash money grab and scheme with their new generation of console. They're just going to do it. We just kind of have to move on, forget it existed, and it'll get buried in the sands of time like the Wii tablet. We're never going to get a Switch Pro. It's never it going a, to happen. It was a Sheikah slate. Thank you. No, it was like an actual drawing tablet for the Super. No, not the, the Switch. Wii U. The Wii. The Wii U. The Wii U? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's that's the travesty that we're repeating with the PlayStation Portal because companies don't let. I okay. I okay. I'm gonna. I I, I want to say that I appreciate yeah, everybody who is taken. I want I want to. I want to thank Please everybody. Please tell me you stopped the recording. No, no. I'm doing my outro. I haven't done the outro yet, dog. I haven't done the outro oh, yet. Go on. Do your outro. Anyways, I'd like to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to our ramblings. I want to implore everybody to look into all of the crazy stories that have been going on. Genuinely, some weird stuff has been going. Like, some weird stuff in in animation all across the board. It's 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 been a crazy full day for me. Full nostalgia week is what Right? I a full nostalgia week. Did I, do the, did, did, I, did, did I do the call to action about the other podcast? No, you didn't. No, okay. You didn't. Okay. I'd like to also... Uh, before we end off, I implore everybody to go check out all the other amazing podcasts that go on at CJSW. Uh, and I want to say that I want to thank all my lovely co-hosts for being a part of this again. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to end. It probably won't. So we're just, just going to keep just gonna keep trucking along with, with Menace. Always a good day. With Gemini. Pleasure as always. With Blaze. Always a fun one and subset hey yo okay and uh, i just want to say thank you all for joining me today and we will see you in the next one goodbye goodbye Whoa. gemini here and you're listening to the pop culture effect on cjsw 